Howdy everybody out there, this is Big Beefin'. This is JP and I am one third of that Big Beefin' show. This is Aaron Rollins. What you doing boy? We have a ride, bring us in Shane. Now you may be asking, what is Big Beefin'? Well, the answer is quite simple. Big Beefin' is... Where all of your wildest dreams come true. That's a good one, that's a good one. <laughs> you stop listening halfway through. I knew you were podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's his goddamn yard, and he put the property tax on a damn thing. And he said, wait a minute, Rollins, you got to be smarter than fucking average bear. And I looked at him, I said, that goes both ways, buddy. And he kept talking, I just left. <laughs> average bear, that's a, that's a yogi, yogi bear, right? Isn't that? He's that's funny. a yogi bear reference, but that's not the fucking point, man. But the, so That's bullshit. If, hey, are you okay? Did, didn't you tell that one yesterday? I just told that one yesterday. Like, Aaron, are you okay? That he states that Bigfoot is there in plain sight. You just choose not to see him. <laughs> That's not what I meant, damn it. Fuck, you never mind. Never fucking mind, John. You don't want to fucking walk your fat ass and don't walk. There you go. See? That is. <laughs> no. Uh, no beat the drops. Let's get right to this. Hello, my name is JP. No need for no MC. I've been keeping it real since 1983. <laughs> Shit my pants on the big leaf and Just enjoy the show. Mr. Black. Hey, boy. Hey. There we go. What's doing? Where we going? Huh? Huh? Hey. Say, where are we going? <laughs> We, uh, is that Ritz crackers? Yeah, they're good as fuck. Are they name brand? Yes. You gonna they're eat the whole thing? Well, it's only like, you know, eight or nine. About 15. 400 calories. For this little, I don't know. I'd have to look at the box. The fuck does it matter? <laughs> so I, I, I watched your video. And I thought, well, God damn it, now I've got to do one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what, that's what Sarah, Sarah said, that exact thing. She's like, Aaron's going to watch this, and he's going to want to do one now. So, yeah, I, I did one, and I wrote a script for it, and it's all of us. We're all in it. <laughs> oh. you, you know what? I'm just going to read it to you. I'm going to read it. And um, I think what's really going to make this work is the uh, – <laughs> what's really going to make this work is the puppet. I don't – have them made, but making puppets sucks ass, man. I hate it. Well, I can tell by looking at yours. It looks like something a fucking fifth grader did. <laughs> you like the scientist? People are saying he's racist. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Somebody, Daniel, have you not been reading the text messages? I guess I'm not getting them. You're getting them. <laughs> is it between anyway. three um story starts out with shane on a video chat with me shane's puppet has a neck that is loose so his head's all over the place he starts out by talking about his cat scaring him during masturbation and then john and daniel join the call it starts off like this so i was beaten off in a closet the other day at my house wait why do i want to know about you beating off and why were you in a closet are you just going to zoom past that? We need to break that down. Well, I got Roger running around and shit. I can't have him coming in my room. 
Anyway, so I was doing what I was doing when I was about to finish, and one of the damn cats shoots their paw under the door and scratches at my foot. It scared the shit out of me, and I shouted, Meh! And Sarah's, Sarah's parents heard it because they live upstairs. God damn, Shane, you just couldn't help yourself, could you? Oh, wait, it looks like we got Daniel coming in. Hey, boy. Hey. Hey, boy, looks like you got a little something over there. What are you drinking tonight? Oh, it's this new drink called Who You. Mm-hmm, boy, it's good as shit. I might try that one day, but probably not. And here comes Jay Pizzle on the Lizzle. The Lizzle? Hey, hold up. Got to put the kid out of here real quick. Uh-oh, boy. Better take care of that baby. That's Daniel. Daniel. Damn it, Daniel. I got another jalapeno burger, Daniel. And guess what, Daniel? Daniel, they forgot my jalapenos again, Daniel. 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 They forgot the jalapenos, Daniel. Well, boy, that's what you get for not tipping. <laughs> Nobody cares about that shit, John. Listen to what happened to me today. Shane, if you're going to tell the story of you punishing your unit in a closet again, I'm going to go out of my mind. Well, what do you want me to talk about, boy? Harry Potter? Afghanistan? Oh, wait, I got it. We're going to talk about old video games. Okay, everybody, be quiet so Aaron can talk about some shit we don't care about anymore. Go ahead, Aaron. The floor is all yours. Shane says with exaggerated head, neck and head movements. Aaron leaves the call. Damn, Aaron's always got to be so sensitive. Fucking crybaby. He did that shit when we were kids, too. <laughs> Damn it, boy. Yeah, the puppets are what's going to sell it. So, yeah, I got to I gotta make the puppets. Um, all right, so what I came up with the idea was with, um, so one, for you, it's going to be something where I have a rod, some sort of plastic tube, and on top of that is going to be the head. And that way... Inside of the puppet body, I'm able to move the head around <laughs> in a circular fashion. Yeah. And then with, with John, he's going to be all eyebrows and hair. And then with Daniel, he's going to be all big eyes <laughs> and a round face, which he's not fat anymore. But, <laughs> you know, it's just the memory I have of him is his head's really big. And then with me, I'm not going to have a puppet for me. It's just going to be me. Yeah. Yeah, but, I thought about um it's just the puppet man it just it's such a pain in the ass to build those damn things i was thinking yeah let me try to get something to get the lips to move and i was like oh fuck (laughs) (laughs) almost spit this shit out man (laughs) man i'm not in a fucking contest or something i mean it is a contest but shit man yeah, there ain't no prize money or some shit. <laughs> I mean, I, I could have, like, you know, conned Sarah into making some for me, but, you know. Yeah, man, she, she just didn't want to? Yeah, she just didn't want to. Mm, that's fair. But she definitely wouldn't want to did what I what I done. <laughs> I don't know if I could have gotten that. Why did you have to make the scientist black? Why was he? Why was he that black? Why was I'm he trying to be progressive? That's all. Why was he black construction paper? <laughs> that's all I had. <laughs> you could make a trip to Office Depot or Home Depot or Hobby Lobby. I mean, all those places have materials you could have fucking bought. Twenty dollars worth of shit. <laughs> I thought he turned out good. 
You can tell he's a scientist. <laughs> you can tell. <laughs> you know, at first, I thought he was uh, an orderly at a mental hospital. I was like, God damn, man, he's going to make me sound crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to make me sound like I need to be institutionalized. <laughs> yep. He's a scientist. Dr. Voltron. That That's what kind of like, God damn it, man. <laughs> I saw that and thought, what the fuck? Optimus Voltron? <laughs> what the fuck is this? It was garbage. What do you think it was? My goal, <laughs> my goal is to make the shittiest puppet show I could possibly fucking do. <laughs> well, I mean, it was, it was funny. It was funny. It, it did its job. <laughs> Sarah was mad. Sarah was mad that the uh, the images were like in the middle of the screen, so you couldn't see the puppets. And I was like. I don't know if you really need to see those damn puppets all the way through. <laughs> I, think, I think it's okay. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, I was wondering what y'all thought about it. I I'd seen a couple responses, and Daniel said it was funny, but I didn't know if anybody had really liked it. One of, uh, one of Daniel's friends said, it's in the text message. That's why I don't have it. Yeah, he's like, uh, well, that... Uh, Shane's video is low key kind of racist. <laughs> I don't know how they came across that. Maybe it's because I don't see it because I'm white. I don't, I don't know, but that's what the comment was. So <laughs> I mean, you, you didn't talk with a with an ethnic accent. You didn't no. talk with uh, broken English, and so it was just an educated man that just happened to be black. <laughs> <laughs> The pitch black. <laughs> that might be it. <laughs> We're not fucking crayon black, goddammit. <laughs> We're shades of black. <laughs> God. Just yeah. like white people are shades of peach, not fucking. <laughs> yeah, that's the fucked up part. Like I had white construction paper, but I didn't make. I didn't make a white guy. <laughs> God dang it, man! So everybody else is going to be late. Are your um, is your resolution happening tonight or? No, I, I've I've been dropping the ball on it. I, I I'm supposed to be writing up the letter, and I, I fucking nice. Uh, You're gonna write up the letter. Well, and yeah. What? <laughs> then it's not, it doesn't have legal weight unless you get it notarized. We were going to do the procedures. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shane, what did I say? I said this was going to happen, and you're making it happen. You don't need to make it happen. <laughs> I wanted to have resolution. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. It's, it's hard to get this shit set up. The man can't fucking hear. It's hard to get it. It's hard to get it set up. You know? Gabriel translate. I got to have Gabriel. Hey, Gabriel on Skype. And then you got to have Michael there. And then we got to have legal paper. Michael's going to be sitting in the back on a couch. Not actually saying or doing anything. He's just going to be there. <laughs> and Gabriel's going to be looking at him and looking at the camera. And looking at him and looking at the camera. <laughs> wearing himself out. <laughs> well, the, uh, I, I can tell the podcast will start off. It'll be pure anarchy. Everybody will be talking and laughing. Nobody's going to be able to hear shit. 
And people that listen in are be like, what the fuck is going on? And then and then once it starts, Michael's gonna be like, it's fucked up, John. And <laughs> but the, the sad thing is, it's like John hasn't even done a video yet. Daniel's done all the videos. But John's getting the one John's that's the one that's getting all the heat. <laughs> and he's he's just leaving all of his rage for John. Because John and all John did was make one shitty sock puppet. Just <laughs> Now Daniel's the one that went out and got these these fucking nice looking puppets that actually look like little Muppet characters. <laughs> and it was what they can kind of like. I think he like takes. He goes, "Who are you?" And then, and then the fucking Ghost of Future Past is like all there up in his face. Hey John, or no, it's Hey John. I'm the Ghost of Future Past. It'd have been funny if you had the the fucking puppets like right next to each other. Yeah. Daniel said that part on mine was funny when the uh, he said it looked like the wind had kicked up and one of my puppets started going over to the other one and was like yeah. slapping <laughs> his face and shit. I, I didn't know what that was. It's me being fucking lazy and not wanting to take it out. <laughs> Damn it, man! Damn it! Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't going, you know, for high quality shit. I, yeah, yeah. You know, if I wanted to do a high quality thing like that, I could do stop motion with my action figures or something. If I wanted to do something like that, but you tried like, that, dude. And you got three scenes with Iceman. Yeah, that was a long time ago. I've, I've done some new ones since then. I've done what I've done some since then are a lot better. It's just, it's so time consuming, man. It takes for fucking ever to do. You just got to take a picture. And then the problem is, is if you, if you move things, you fuck it all up. Like if you hit the camera, if the camera falls. It has you, to be consistent throughout the entire You have to have a remote clicker, but you also have to have enough room to move the figures around in front of the camera. So it just gets, you really need like a, a table in the floor so you can get on the back side of the table and fix them, but uh, you need a set. You need a scene, is what you need. Walking, walking is hard. Doing the walk, you really have to cheat on walking. You have to do it like from the chest up. You can't do their seeing the figures take steps doesn't really work very well because well, if you could isolate that image and just loop the the image yeah. of them moving their feet because yeah, that's okay. what they do with cartoons. With cartoons, whenever a character is running, they just reuse the image of that character running. They just change the background. And then right. they even that so that they're, you know, it looks like they're running, but they're really not fucking going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, once you get it, it's not so bad. It's just the fact of getting it, man. You, you're looking at just to get that, you know, 30, 40 some odd pictures. It fucking sucks, man. There's no fun. That's why Robot Chicken, that's why their skits are so short. The shit sucks. They get tired of fucking right. working on that. Yep, that and um, what's that other TV show? Uh, South Park. Oh, well, I thought those were just drawings. No, they're cutouts that they have to... Those are real cutouts? Well, they started out as cutouts, and they moved away from it. Oh. I never watched that show. That's one I missed you, out on. You ain't missing much. I just, I, I couldn't I, get... I the animation just looked so low-key to me. I was like, ah, this seems like something... Yeah, that, that's not the selling point of the story, of the show. It's, um, it's the... Uh, cultural references that they do like they did one with imaginary friends this is when i stopped watching it you you getting up can you hear me yeah i can hear you shit i'm not gonna keep talking until you sit down 
episode. They did this one episode where they had all these imaginary friends on Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, and then they had Jesus Christ. And I was like, "Fuck y'all! <laughs> I'm not gonna watch this shit." <laughs> but well, I mean, they, but they didn't. Did they? They did. They did. They have Allah on there, or Muhammad, or something like that. And they have a. And they do Scientology, and that's when one of their characters left the show. He's like, "I belong to Scientology, and if you're gonna make fun of my institution, then I'm I'm not gonna be a part of your series." And they said, "Okay, goodbye." You quit. Yeah, but I thought wasn't they weren't they weren't they gonna do like a Muhammad one, but then they they didn't because they got death threats or something. I don't know. I don't know. You're not supposed to draw Muhammad. Yeah, that and um. I mean, if, if there's any other uh, indications of how bad that gets, I mean, you got to look at France. They um they had this uh, journalist, in, or not journalist, this uh, company in France that produced Mohammed kissing a man, and uh, they ended up getting attacked, like they set off explosives there. There was a a rally in Dallas a while back, years ago, like four or five years ago, but they were, it was called Everybody Draw Mohammed Day. Yeah. You're supposed to like it was an art gallery, but I probably shouldn't be talking shit about Muhammad. We our most our, our most of our international listeners are from Algeria, so <laughs> I'll get pissed. Sympathies, international sympathies. <laughs> Man, I'm not about to be implicated in no fucking scandal. <laughs> well, well, for all the listeners in Algeria, we're just fucking around. We don't mean this shit. We're not. <laughs> You know what? I should get you one of my shirts and see what happens. <laughs> Even though I'm pretty sure in Sunday school, they had this banner like all the world religions, and the one for Islam had Muhammad, like it was a drawing of him. Or no, I think it was in our history book. Somewhere I saw it as a kid that it was an image. It was either in the history book or at Sunday school. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, and I don't care. Um, well, are John and Daniel going to be on tonight or no? Yeah, John's running late. Daniel's probably fucking passed out. They've uh, fucked around with his work schedule, so he's it's hard for him to get on. So he's not going to be on much anymore? No, I mean, he still will be on. It's just... Well, you want me to get Matthew? No. We're good. <laughs> Why not? Does he want to be on? Yeah. Does he listen? No, he just gets on. I don't listen. <laughs> well, you like having Matthew on the show. Yeah, every now and then, man, but not not as a regular. He don't got to be a regular. He's going to be an alternate, like I said. He's already been on more than most of the guests. The only one that's got to be is that. Regular? We're regulars. And even uh, I'm not on all the time. I think, I, well, next week we're supposed to, we're going to do the resolution. I'm going to get that set up. I'm going to really work on it. I couldn't I couldn't get it done this week. There's just too much shit going on at work. And <laughs> I'm not gonna type up that damn form at work or at home, so I'd have to do it at work. And I didn't I never had an opening to do it. So maybe well, I bet you John's already forgot about it anyway. He doesn't even know what I was talking about. So as long as he doesn't know, what if? Yep. That's that's kind of what I was pointing at to the other day is that it's so inconsequential to him that he doesn't even bother remembering it. <laughs> it's, it's fucking earth-shattering down there in Navarro County. Apparently, it's fucking causing some problems. <laughs> well, that's all hearsay. I'm just getting that shit secondhand. I'm not actually in it. 
<laughs> You're getting it from the horse's mouth. <laughs> the one that's complaining the most. The sheep complainant. <laughs> you going to go watch that Ad Astra movie? You know, I was just reading something about that. They say people that worked for NASA, or one guy that worked for NASA, said that it sets the new standards. So I, I just might. You think we'll ever get to? You think we'll get to Mars? Yeah, um, I, I'll probably be an old man by the time that happens. But I what will so. you say when when it happens? Woo! <laughs> and then just go back your fucking day. Just yeah, say, I mean, I'm not going out there. I'll be too fucking old. <laughs> you go take a dump on the toilet. What if they get it uh, where it's streamlined, where people can just chill out there? Oh, I don't I don't think that'll happen while we're alive. I think uh, it'll kind of be like the Martian where they got to set up greenhouses and it really depends on what they find. If they ever find something we can use, like uh, I think they said that the moon has a bunch of rare earth elements, like the stuff that we use for our cell phones. Oh, so if you lithium and nickel. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Shit like that. Yeah. So, you know, is that something you want to do? Go to Mars? Uh, well, not with uh, not with little kids. Too dangerous. No, I mean, like you said, if they streamlined it, like you go out yeah. there and you can. Yeah, once I get there. older and the kids are like grown up and stuff, then I'd go that way just in case something happens. Because I mean, it's fucking Mars. Right. Yeah, they don't have to. Yeah, they can already be in college or whatever. Yeah. Well, your fucking dad died on his way to Mars the other day. It's like, oh, that's too bad. <laughs> well, hopefully, they're a little bit more. Shook up about it than that. <laughs> he got caught in a fucking vacuum and it sucked him right out into space. Got caught up in the crossfire. Crossfire! What did Jacob say when Austin said that? He said, I'm sorry, my brother's an idiot. We were playing uh, Call of Duty for six hours straight. And <laughs> when we finally realized what time it was, Jacob said, Oh, that's probably why Cassie just came in here and bitched at me and then ran off because I've been playing this for six hours. <laughs> Uh, Austin's actually doing something with himself. Um, his uh, music career is taking another turn. He just put out an, a digital album, I think. I don't think he's got like a physical album, but he's put his music out there again, working with somebody new. Um, when, we were, huh? when we were first playing, they were giving me shit because whenever the round would start, I'd unload my clip just because I wanted to. And they were like, yeah, unclose your lip. It's start clip at every round or the magazine. You unload your magazine every round. And I'm like, yeah, I guess I'll stop doing that. And then as the game, at first I was getting, I was getting killed, like left and right. I was sucking. And then finally, by the end of it, I was actually, you know, rising up on the scoreboard. And one of them I got, I was number one. And Austin's like, wow, Shane, did somebody else come in and start playing for you? I'm like, no, motherfucker, it's me. I had to learn how to play the fucking game. It's the first time I played it. You know? <laughs> Shit. Then why'd you play it? <laughs> I don't know. Something to do, I guess. Yeah. It's it, it's it's weird. You got this technology online play, and I barely ever fucking use it. Yeah, I've noticed that because I've tried to get you to play games with me, and you don't want to. You don't want to play online. What game? You're wanting to play StarCraft, the old no, one. No, before that, before that, I tried to join you in different games, and you were playing shit like the um, horror movie stalker game, where you're a different killer every time. Jason, that's a good one. Well, that, that's all I ever saw you play, and then. If you were playing something, you were playing single player. And I'm like, well, shit, man, he ain't going to want to. Uh, Friday the 13th is probably the most multiplayer game that I've ever played. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't have that. 
all the other games I had uh I had Soul Calibur six. Um, I got that right now. But you didn't want to play me at it, is what I was saying. <laughs> well, you got it on PC. I got it on Xbox. I had it on Xbox. Oh, what happened to your Xbox? <laughs> what happened to your Xbox? Oh, when uh, oh you, yeah, you remember, don't you? <laughs> I thought you legitimately forgot. I was like, no, you remember? remember. Somebody fucking came into the house and stole it. Yeah, yeah. And the what, fucking report what, I filed never went anywhere. What do you do all day, man? What do you fucking do? Well, um, aside from looking for work, uh, I've been I've been writing. Um, I've got a story about. I think you might like this one, maybe because you did something similar. Um, this is just the the premise of the story. I haven't really gotten into the meat and potatoes. Uh, it's the year twenty forty five, in an alternate reality, superheroes exist. They are a recent phenomenon emerging only in the last eighteen years. As the human condition sprouts new and deadly viruses and diseases, the inverse also becomes true. People display incredible feats unheard of before, saving works of fiction, flight, superhuman strength, telekinesis, impenetrable skin, and waves of other superpowers, quote-unquote, emerge across the, across the globe. The world is shocked to witness dreams become reality. At first, these rarities are met with reverence and respect, held in awe, and given deference. They are welcomed into society as champions as they place themselves in harm's way, involving international conflicts and saving the lives of the unfortunates caught in nature's wrath. As they grow in fame and fortune, the criminal aspect of these modern champions steps into limelight. To meet these heroes, villains arise with equally astonishing powers, blah, 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 blah. Um, so what happened, what I was explaining there is that heroes came into light and then villains came and met them and the conflicts got so bad that um, the heroes had to kind of win at any cost and the collateral damage forced governments around the world to kind of say, hey, we're not going to let this go and uh, become, um, you know, an epidemic anymore. We're going to get this in check. And uh, what they what they decide to do, uh, they resolve to identify and contain any and all new new superhumans that arise. The moment a supervillain is identified, they are eliminated with impunity. Those willing to turn themselves in or place in government protection, their old lives erased and replaced with new ones. Monitored closely by national authorities, these heroes of old live uh, retired a quiet life, hanging up their alter egos and dissolving any responsibility to save humanity from crisis. But there's one guy that hasn't given it up. He wants to still do it. So he um, takes on you know, a role in his local city of, I guess, I think it says Chicago. Uh, he starts becoming a vigilante. And he does it pretty quietly without getting picked up by like national news agencies so that people cannot, you know, identify him. And he goes into, you know, protective custody like everybody else. He still wants to do the superhero thing, but eventually he gets caught because everybody's always watching. There's always a camera somewhere. So he gets, you know, pressured to retire and he eventually does. And so a couple of years pass and he's still hanging on to the dream and he gets contacted to go to a, 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 a banquet in D.C., and it's uh, going to be a reunion of supers. So it's asking all these hidden uh, superhumans to come and meet up in one spot in Washington, D.C. And it's this famous and wealthy power couple that's hosting it. And they're going to give a speech and all this other shit happens. He goes and he starts making friends with people that are there. Um, Mr. and Mrs. Necessary reveal themselves to be the uh, benefactors for this whole thing. Well, what they wanted to do was they wanted to get all the superheroes in one spot that they knew were out there but couldn't find. And when they showed up, they killed them all, except for a few. And the super villains that were actually in hiding came to light and started doing all that dirty work to kill all those heroes. Well, Mark Wheaton is the name of the character. 
he escapes with a handful of others. And so they've got to fight back against the villains who have stepped back onto the stage. And after all this time of being in the shadows, they step back up into the light again. And so now the world's facing another epidemic of heroes and villains, except this time the villains have a huge upper hand. Yeah, that's, um, that's a common theme in, in superheroes. Um, you kind of see it first in the dark Knight returns, uh, Batman goes into retirement, but then crime goes on a rampage. Superman's the only superhero that the government allows to function, but he has to do it solely as a government agent. And then, uh, so, you know, Batman finally gets tired of the crime, so he comes back. There's another one where it's uh, Superman that goes into retirement. And uh, so all the other old heroes hang it up. And the new heroes that come in are more like the Punisher. They're more like vigilantes. And so they kill the villains. And people seem to like that better because, you know, they're tired of getting killed. But then Superman shows back up and says, no, we don't kill. We're better than that. And that was in Kingdom Come. And I then, remember that. In the Watchmen... That was, you know, they were superheroes, but they weren't really superheroes. They were just people that could fight really good and had colorful costumes. But the government well, yeah. outlawed them. Huh? The, uh, you had Dr. Manhattan. Dr. Manhattan, Ozzy Mandius, to a degree, had abilities. But not, I mean, that's it. And Ozzy Mandius, or Dr. Manhattan, could do whatever the fuck he wanted. It, the laws did not apply. Yeah. Uh, but he, he just played along to get along. Um and then what you were telling you you mostly remind me of was uh, the Incredibles. That yeah. one is pretty close to it. The the main guy, uh, they used to be a superhero like couple, him and his, elect, the woman, stretch woman. And then the government, you know, banned it because of all the collateral damage. And then they, they give them like aliases, alter egos and set them up in this program. And of course he wants to get back into it. And, yeah. But the reason why he gets back into it, though, is a supervillain is wanting to kill all the heroes, so he's luring them to this island to try to get them to reactivate, and he just kills them. I remember that. I, I saw one, and I watched two not too long ago, and I actually thought number two was pretty good. Yeah. So that's a, that's a common theme, to, you know, that the government's had enough. Civil War was about that. Civil War was about the government saying, no. Everybody's got to sign them. Yeah, the Sokovia Accords. In, in the comic book, what brought that on was... Um, there's a superhero team called the, uh, oh, shit. The Thunderbirds? Or Thunderbirds? No, uh, yeah, you might be right. No, it wasn't the Thunderbolts. Oh, Thunderbolts. There was another team that were just low-level. I mean, low-level guys. They had, like, Sunspot, Night Thrasher. I mean, low-level guys. And, uh, anyways, they were going after this guy who his power is, he's a nuclear bomb. He, he explodes. And they were going hunting down, and he didn't want to get captured, so he exploded. And it ended up killing this whole school nearby. So all these you know, kids and teachers died. Well, that's what prompted the government to, to do the Superhero Registration Act. And, well, uh, I understand. His power was like, it's a one and done, I blow up and I'm dead, and that's no, it. No, he, he survives, but nobody else does. Oh. It's like when he's uh, in Kingdom Come, when they, they split the atom, and it killed all those people. Yeah, yeah, and he, like... Yeah. Who was well, it that cut him? Somebody cut well, him open. Yeah, it was... Uh, shit, I got that comic book up here. I think no, it, They were just fighting him enough. There, there was a version of... Um, in the Justice League comic book where Shining Knight, his sword had went back over his head and he accidentally cut him. But no, he cut Firestorm. And then like Shazam looks at him and he's like, he's like, what do I do? And Shazam's like, fly. 
But he has to go up into the atmosphere and detonate. That one he didn't kill anybody like in Kingdom Come. Kingdom Come he destroyed all of Kansas. So. Mm-mm. <laughs> Fucking Daniel. <clears throat> yep. What are you uh, what are you doing for Halloween? <laughs> Um, I think the week, uh, the week before Halloween, I'm going to see Jamie, but, um, oh, she's gone, huh? She's down there in Corpus. No, she's down there in Corpus. Uh, the week before Halloween, I'm going to go and see her, but the week of Halloween, I don't know. <laughs> Does she like it down there? <laughs> she's having problems with her mom, man. Her mom's like on her ass all the time. She said she feels like she can't do nothing right out there. Well, what's she fucking up? I don't know. I'm not there. I don't fucking know. What do you know? That her and her mom don't get along very well. Oh. Or at all, what's, really. What's her mom think about you? Uh, She hasn't really said, but I mean, she hasn't disapproved of me, so. Well, I guess that's good. Yeah. Her dad's the one that's um, more respectable out of the two. Uh, but they they do a lot with the community. Uh, her mom's the chief of the EMS volunteer system down in their county, and um, her dad works. Nueces County. What? Nueces. Uh yeah, yeah. And she, her her mom does all kinds of stuff with like volunteer firefighting and EMS work. She goes to meetings and. She was involved with uh, reporting that um, highway robbery, road, roadside robbery that was going on down there. I, I told you about it. Yeah. Uh, I still don't know if they've caught that guy or not. Or It was actually a couple of guys that were running around hijacking people for their shit. And um, they shot at a fire truck and even at a judge. The judge was lucky that he got it without getting extra shot. Yeah, yeah they were. Pew, pew. What'd you think about that? Uh, I know we don't, we rarely get into politics on here. What'd you think when uh, Beto said, we will take your guns, we will take your AR-15s? No, no. That's okay. So I, I read about that on the internet, that that was taken out of context and that, um, you know, there's, I posted something on Facebook about it. There's just no real truth to it. There's, trying to, trying to get something to that scope and that magnitude to be done. It just can't. It just can't be done. Wait, can't but did, he, did he not say that he was going to take, like he would sign some type of executive order to remove all AR-15s or something like that? Isn't that what he said? We he will take along those lines, but it wasn't, it wasn't exactly, we're going to take all your AR-15s. No, that's, that's not. Well, I know physically it would be an a, a insurmountable task, but yeah. they, they really want that damn assault weapon ban. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people do, and I'm I'm not the type of person to say, "Oh, you banned assault weapons." I'm more like, "Well, you can use it to hunt, and you can use it for personal defense, but there are plenty of other options out there. If if you want to use an SKS, you can use an SKS. That's I mean, if you get a 7.62 caliber or a 308 caliber for that one, that's even better caliber than a 5.56 or or 2.23 caliber rifle. So yeah. I'm really not all that hurt about it. I, I like AR models. Um, I, I like M4 models. Uh, that I've trained with them. I went overseas with them. I thought they were really reliable weapons. 
but there's better shit out there. So I don't understand. I mean, if you were, if you kind of knew your stuff and you had like access to a 3D printer, you could modify a normal rifle and make it look like an AR-15 and it would have the same functionality. Yeah, just, and uh, there, there's links posted, you know, all over the internet about you can print bump stocks. You can print uh, firing pin. Well, I don't think you can print firing pins, but you can print various components to a rifle through a 3D printer. And, you know, it won't be carbon polymer, but it'll still be, a you know, serviceable. It goes back to the same old shit that we had to deal with in school, man. It's like it's like I'm fucking watching. I'm watching like the first grade explode into real life. Like <laughs> the one the one bad kid ruins it for fucking everybody yeah you know the teacher, the teacher doesn't know who said it the teacher doesn't know who was being loud they don't know who was being fucking disruptive they may have an idea but they really don't fucking know so everybody's gonna have to suffer everybody's yep. got to do a pop quiz yep. and it's the same principle here because they don't know what to do and i mean this is it's different because it's ramped up like a thousand times and you know children are dying so uh, i get the need to feel to do something but I haven't seen them propose any legislation or bills that would actually stop mass school shootings. It right. may That's stop inner city true. violence. It may stop that, but yeah. nothing that will stop in school shootings. And that's that's the flip side of the whole, you know, don't take our guns thing is that if if they take the guns and you're like, well, we passed the legislation, no more ARs, they're going to find something else to replace it with, something that may potentially even be more deadly. You yeah. go with AR because they're more readily accessible. I think I'd read somewhere online that knife kills in like the UK are fucking off the charts. Oh yeah, stabbings because with stabbings, and that's something that I'm I'm very I'm a very big proponent of. Yes, you should always carry. <laughs> yes, you should always carry, but you should also carry a knife because, in my opinion, guns are for show, knives are so you know. If I if I pull a fucking knife on you. I'm not shooting. I'm not stabbing you to wound you. I'm not stabbing you to to get you off of me. If I pull a knife on you, I'm gonna fucking kill you. I'm. <laughs> that's just it. With you, a with a the you pistol. Actually pulled, you actually pulled a knife on me. You actually. Uh, and I, pulled, I pulled a knife on other people too. Um, but it's you didn't kill them. Uh, with uh, with a rifle. Uh, when you shoot somebody with a rifle, you can hit them in the foot. You can you know shoot them in the stomach, or you can subdue them in all kinds of ways without you know stabbing them but when when you stab somebody you know yeah it fucking hurts but you can keep on going and, and i'm not gonna just do that i'm just not gonna poke you all right stop i'll stab you again no i'm gonna fucking kill you so anyway um so with uh with pistols you know yes you should always carry because there's some fights that a knife can't win like when someone else has a fucking gun um uh, but when it comes to you know you gotta block it with like super fast Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> Some John Wick shit. Yeah. Cut the bullet in half. <laughs> I saw Mythbusters try to cut a sword in fucking half with a bullet or something, or billet in half with a sword or some shit. I know I watched John Wick 3, man, and that movie was fucking brutal. Yeah, it's just headshot after headshot. After, it's, how many ways can we shoot you in the head? It's like he's almost doing the gangster thing with the gun. Like he's no, almost so flipping to the side. Like he's got a here, but then he just, eh, he turns it, you know? Yeah, there's a, there's a new school of thought when it comes to training you how to sight your, your sidearm. And that's, um, it's not called the tack lock, but it's called something. 
and it's supposed to be the most tactically efficient close quarters site for your weapon. Yeah, and, and that's – I don't know because I've never used it. No one's ever taught me how to use it. But from what experts have said, when you're maneuvering through tight spaces or urban combat, that you need to carry your weapon that way because it allows you a better sight picture and it allows you to line your sight up better with your eye. Well, and my whole problem – go ahead. Well, I was telling Sarah, you know, we'd watch – some cop shows and like they always got the weapons up to their chest. She's like, why do they do that? I was like, so you can, you can still get them away if you have to, because you can't, if, if they come up to you, you can't pull your rifle out and you got to get them away and then pull it out and shoot. That's, that's the alert stance. Since the military calls the alert stance is when you have it up high and then the ready stance is when you're ready to pull the trigger and it's up by your shoulder. Yeah. It's uh it's all about being uh, the most, What's the word that your assets that you're going to use are the most readily available? So what stance do you have to make your weapon easiest to pull up and shoot somebody and then back down to where you don't have to shoot anyone anymore? Yeah, that's what it's all about. Anyway, um, when, it, when it comes to guns, I mean, you know, I, I think everybody should carry. But then that also concerns me because not everybody is properly trained and equipped for how to use those weapons. And, yeah, it's your right to carry a gun. But if I'm going to be running around town and you pull that bitch out and you just start fucking wailing on somebody and you're hitting the broadside of a barn, I'm going to like do something to take that fucking thing away from you so you don't kill me or somebody I know. One of the problems you risk with going back to like to the Wild West days where everybody has there's a gun on every hip. Yeah. You know, not everybody has access to firearms. I mean, they're kind of expensive. I mean, I know like you can get a cheap one for 150 bucks, but some people don't have 150 bucks. So right. you're going to have all these homeless people that they don't have a means to defend themselves. And if some teenagers are going around with their guns, flashing them and shit, and they may not mean to kill you, but if they pull out their fucking, you know, their firearms, that could be some scary shit. If you're just a bum sleeping on the side of the road and some kid walks up to you. And, yep. You know. Or you're, you're an off-duty cop. And so what do you do? You immediately pull your weapon and kill that motherfucker. And it's like, oh, God, this cop just shot a kid. Well, he was pointing a fucking gun at me. <laughs> yeah, the whole... um. The whole police shooting things, man, that's always uh, it's always fucking messy because it's like, you know, I, you got to put yourself in their situation. And but the problem is, it's their decisions result in somebody's life ending, you know, and that's that's the shitty part about it, you know, because once you've done it, it's it. It's done, you know, and if you don't do it and they do have something like a because you can you can walk up someone somebody and you're like license and registration and they take one of those little knives and jam it right in your fucking throat. And there's nothing you can do about it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, and if, you, if you think, if you hesitate because you're like, maybe it's a pencil. And so you don't do anything. And it is a pencil. But they still jab it in there fucking anyways. You know? <laughs> um, I mean, you're fucked. You know? So you just sit there and, and bleeding out and shit. And, yeah. uh, you know, you got to... It's, it's, it's a tough call, man. A lot of people... They always get on this thing about somebody being unarmed. He was unarmed. He was unarmed. He was unarmed. There's men that can kill other men unarmed. Yeah. I mean, anybody can kill a person with a thumb. All it takes is this right here. Yeah. I mean, if you if you if you, if you hard enough, they're dead. If you if you if you're standing in your car and a cop comes up and you go pow like right in the fucking neck, then he's gonna <laughs> come back. And, ah, ah. <laughs> You know, unless, unless it's like 300 pounds of solid muscle, because <laughs> even then, you know, there's that movie with uh, Jet Li where he tried to fight that that big motherfucker that used to be in the WWF uh, back when it was the WWF. 
he hit him with his hand and his hand just kind of crumpled off of his neck. <laughs> Cause that dude was so fucking huge. But I mean, yeah. that's so uncommon. So what you're saying is, is pretty valid. If, if you know how to use the bridge of your hand and where to put it on the neck and how hard to hit. Yeah. You can, you can really fuck someone's day. Yeah. I'm not about that because these bones are too easy to crack and that, that fucking hurt you just as much as it hurt them. Ah, <laughs> 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 you're trying and like the other dude has trouble breathing but now you broke your fucking finger <laughs> the problem is if the attack doesn't work and you like to send them in their cheek or some shit <laughs> hey man you poked my eye <laughs> so and i was uh i was doing a family visit last uh weekend and uh they were having uh that was two weekends ago and part of the activities that the dad had planned for the boys was nerf wars and you know this is fucking gonna go bad and he's like uh no shooting in the face. And like this one kid is just shooting everybody in the fucking face. Doesn't give a shit. Like he's just, he'll wave, he's waving the Nerf gun. Like he waved it by me a couple times. I was like, motherfucker, if you pull that trigger, I'm taking that gun out your damn hand and shooting you in your ass with it. Um, I'm taking anyways, you to fucking foster care. <laughs> his, dad, his dad's like, come on, man, stop shooting him in the face. I'm like, one time the kid shot the dad in the face and it like the dart hit his cheek and it stuck and it just wobbled. <laughs> it was like it just the look of disappointment like come on man <laughs> i told you not to shoot anybody in the face and like it's just dangling off of his cheek and then uh right before we were getting ready to go like the business was almost done we only had like three minutes left the kid's laying down on the ground and does like a roll like a john wick roll and he points to get and bam and like it goes right into his dad's eye and he's like ah <laughs> He's, he's walking around with his hand on his eye. And he's like, I told you not to shoot anybody in the face. We're not doing it again. Give me that damn thing. This guy's like so mellow, man. He's super chill. And uh, I told you not to shoot. just went zero to 60 in a fucking 100 seconds, man. Fuck. So <laughs> I was talking to this, uh, I was talking to this lady at work. And, um, Sometimes she can get a little high strung. It's one of my employees. Sometimes she can get super emotional. And like when she starts going, she just doesn't stop. And it's like, oh, please shut the fuck up. But, um, and she had asked me, she's like, do you think people think I talk too much? And I'm like, yeah, sometimes you fucking do. Um, what, did anyway, you actually, what did you actually say? What did uh, you actually say? No, I don't think, no, no, you're fine. I value the input. We, we need diverse discussion, we need different perspectives. That's not so, what you wanted. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of times, like anytime she starts going, I'm like, please don't go down a fucking road where I have to shut you down. Because I've had to shut her down before. I've had to say, yeah, we're not going to talk about that this time. We'll go into it next time. Um, you don't go into it next time. <laughs> we don't ever touch it again. Uh, well, she was telling me, I guess she and her husband had some problems, had some marital disputes. They've been married since they were teenagers for like 20-something years. And uh, the kid's already grown up, moved off to college and all that stuff. And she was saying that she used to be a bitch to him, like back in the day. And I was like, well, what do you mean, like a bitch? And she said, like, I'd come home and he'd be cooking dinner. And I'd be like, you're so stupid. You couldn't cook that right. You burnt it. You burnt the stew. What's wrong with you? You can't do anything right. And she said that she would call him like a faggot. It's like, you faggot? Why can't you do it? You're not, you're not a man. You're just a fag. You don't do anything manly. And, uh, you know, of course, it drives the guy away to where he's like infidelity and shit. And I guess she cheated on him too, but um, she like said, 
She said the last time they said that they had forgiven each other and moved past it. But then something happened again where it was him and another woman. And she said, so when she found out, she said she walked out into the living room and went, ah! And like, <laughs> grabbed the fucking painting and threw it across the room. Like, they had this big old fucking painting and she just chunked it. And like, I'm a dumbass. So I'm sitting there fucking laughing the whole time she's telling me. When she comes out, she's like, ah! I was like, ha ha. You know, I, I told her, I was like, if Sarah ever did that kind of shit to me, she'd have to go get her gun and kill me because I'd be laughing my fucking ass off. I'd be laying on the ground laughing. And she'd, just, <laughs> she'd go get her little 358 and just bam, 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 five rounds right into my chest because I wouldn't stop fucking laughing. <laughs> ah! yeah. If she went that nuts, anytime, and that's, that's my problem, anytime somebody gets mad, I can't help but fucking laugh unless they're mad. Like, no, you can't. I fucking know. <laughs> unless it's like real mad. Like you can tell when it's like real mad. Like, yeah, some yeah. Shit's about to happen. Like, you that, still laugh. <laughs> very rare, but the rest of the time when people are like, "Damn it!" Like, uh, <laughs> I was at a I was at a party one time with Ed, uh, Eddie, and the guy that was running the party, um, he got on to us because the way we were acting. It's like, y'all stop acting like that. I spent good money. And, like, I'm fucking just bawling laughing, man. Like, I got tears coming out from my eyes. And he was so fucking pissed. And, like, I just don't help it at all, man. So the game is funny? And I'm like, yeah. I I got two stories for that. Uh, One, (laughs) this lady I used to work with, she was um, in her 50s. And uh, we we were putting something away in one of the closets where we were storing things. And she turned just right, and it hurt her. And she's like, ah. <laughs> and she literally did that. She said, oh, there's a twinge in my back. And I said, a twinge. <laughs> I was useless for like five minutes because I couldn't stop laughing. This fucking woman's in pain over here, and I'm just losing my shit. <laughs> and there was a, oh, God, there was another one where somebody got fucking pissed, and me laughing didn't help it at all. Okay. It was my my old uh, manager out at the movie theater. His name's Matt. Um, Matt, <laughs> I had walked down to the, the break room, and Matt was in the office counting the money with somebody. And I went down into the break room because I knew somebody was going to be coming in there. I was going to scare the shit out of him. And I did. Well, what, the way I scared him is I said, ah! <laughs> the problem was is that traveled all the way down the hallway and it scared the people in the fucking office. So they all jumped a little bit and, and I came into the office later and he's like, why are you out there screaming like a fucking banshee? And then all I could think of was him jumping in there when he heard it. So I start fucking laughing. He's like, stop laughing. Why, why are you laughing? What's funny? So he starts laughing because I'm laughing. Yeah. <laughs> he had to leave because he really was upset about that. I scared the shit out of him. <laughs> Yeah, that's bad, man. But I couldn't, I couldn't help it, man. It's too fucking funny. <laughs> I, I got this lady that works in my office, and I, I moved her beside. She works right beside me. I did that on purpose because she's fucking. <laughs> and uh, like sometimes she'll fucking go off on her people. Why are you here? Nobody called you. And like I'll just fucking just start. I'll just start laughing, man. I can't fucking help it. Like I have to go shut the damn door. Or, like go go hide or something like i lose my breath because i'm just fucking laughing like she gets so fucking mad and it gets petty it's petty real quick <laughs> i think that shit's so funny. um yeah i told my boss today for halloween i was gonna go to work 
looking like uh, Michael Douglas and falling down. I was going to get oh, my hair all straightened and have like a little shirt. And he was like, um, no, don't do that. Because he ended up killing a lot of people. And I'm like, jeez, man, no fucking fun. Shit. He killed a bunch of people. He fucking shot an Uzi up in a restaurant. Nobody's going to know what it fucking means. Nobody watched that damn movie. But yeah, you. so why why do it then? <laughs> inside joke. I like inside jokes. Yeah, I know. I know you do. <laughs> Oh shit, man! It'll just show the frustration. Like I walk in and I'll be like, "Ah, you didn't do your paperwork. Is that what you call filing?" <laughs> There's no no signature on this document. So <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> fucking go nuts, man! Shaking a little bit. You you gotta sign your forms, or else I don't know who fucking did them. <laughs> they really didn't need to get those fucking forms signed. That shit gets old. Um. <laughs> did you watch the uh you remember the Chappelle show yeah the uh keeping it real bits keeping it real goes yeah. bad there yeah. was one i was watching the other day and it's like this guy he's like a you know he's a business worker he's like the first kid in his family to go to college he gets this great See, job really at- i tagged you in that i tagged you in it man and, oh yeah and like he's sitting there in the boardroom and the guy's like what do you say? You like give him a high five or something? Like, what's up, man? Or you got some skin. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, hey, don't you do that to me no more. One time. And like We and just came up. We ain't about that life no more. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what y'all gotta say. And I'm sitting the fuck down here going nowhere. We dogs up in here. Arr, arr. <laughs> it, cuts, it cuts to him like in a park or some shit, and he's like, and now he's homeless or some bullshit. Like he's got minimum yeah. weight. Lost everything because keeping it real went wrong. <laughs> I keep it real. Fuck y'all. <laughs> yeah. Have you, ever done that? Have you ever done that in a job? Have you ever went and did that? Uh, I lost my cool a couple of times over at that fucking uh, production company when yeah, I was working you, at the warehouse. Did you ever do like that though? Did you ever say fuck y'all and then walk out? Yeah. Yeah. The day that I gave my notice, well, the day before. I took the day before off because I got super pissed and I came back in the next day. I was like, thank you for not firing me because of that scene that I caused. But I need to give you notice because I can't keep doing this. Um, So what happened was this. We had a very complicated job and it had a very short time window for it to get completed and sent to the customer. This is a uh, the type of of motor that provides something critical for those that need it. Water, water power. So the water from this motor. Uh, uh, gave them electricity was well, not water from the motor anyway um so it had a huge top piece and a huge bottom piece the only thing i could think of is like dude i'm going to spend 12 hours getting this thing to be structurally sound to where it doesn't shake because that was part of my job excuse me and so i'm the whole part of my day is getting ready to get this thing put together and set on my test pad and test run so i could go get to get painted and go to the customer and it'll be done we get paid so uh, we have this little meeting in the shop, and it's about some bullshit. And I go to work on this motor, and one of the mechanics says, hey, um, we don't have all the parts we need for that. And I said, oh, okay, well, what parts are you missing? He's like, I'll tell you after the meeting. I said, okay. Well, uh, he, we have the meeting, and then he leaves, and he doesn't tell me what we're missing. And so I, I go to my boss. I was like, hey, all right, to speed things up, I'm going to start pouring oil in that. So that it's ready. We don't have to move it back and forth. It can stay here. We can put it on the test pad. We can test run it. And the oil will already be poured. Because cooling oil can take like four hours. It can take four to five hours if the setup is that is like that. 
anyway, so I start getting ready to pour it and I'm like, my gauge keeps on telling me that I'm like a third of the way full. It should be half full by now. Well, there's got to be a leak. Well, where's the fucking leak? So I start looking around for it, and I see a fucking leak on the floor. The oil's been leaking out of it. Why the fuck isn't it leaking out of it? Because it doesn't have all the fucking parts it needs. It needs a plug to go in that hole so that the fucking oil doesn't leak out of it that I'm fucking pouring into it. So it fucking leaked oil because somebody didn't fucking put everything together. And I was told by my fucking managers that this was ready to go and we need to get it fucking done. So what did I do? I spent fucking three hours cleaning up a fucking mess. And then what happened? The customer came fucking down and said, we don't even need this for another fucking 30 days. So all that fucking work I did was for fucking nothing. We wasted all that fucking oil that cost like a hundred bucks for a fucking 10 gallon drum. That's when I said, you know what? I'm done. I'm not doing this no more. And uh, the pro- the production man, no, the plant manager and the production manager sat me down for like an hour. And I was like, you know, we we don't mean to do this to you guys, but when customers send us this sort of communication, we can't do anything about that. If they say that, then that's what we got to work with. And I'm like, well, it's then I'm, my problem's not with you. Then it's with this type of work. It's the way that y'all have structured contracts and agreements. It makes us pay the price. You get to go home to your family at 5 p.m., 6 p.m. I'll be up here till 10, 11 o'clock at night. Working on that fucking shit. Anyway. <laughs> that so, what you told him? Yeah, well, I, I told Felipe that. I said, you know, I'm, I can't I can't do 15, 16 hour shifts three days in a row just to have something sit in the fucking warehouse for a week and then go to the customer. Why the fuck did I do it for three days for it to sit in a fucking warehouse? Oh, because we don't need to be able to or we're not able to, to send that out right now. It's got to go with another unit. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh. <laughs> so what you're saying is you're glad you don't work there no more. Yeah, I, I pulled my fucking hair out. I literally grabbed fistfuls of hair and pulled it out of my head because that job was so aggravating. It's just so aggravating. The people that were in the administration office and you got guys working at that place that have been there for 30 something years. were always talking about how administrators never considered the mechanic. They always got chased the dollar. It was all about the dollar. And, and, you know, the fucking CEO this year before my friend ended up getting fired from there, he told me that their CEO bought a hundred thousand dollar yacht and they still don't give out Christmas bonuses. <laughs> oh, but why does that, why does it mean you don't need the yacht though? Really? You going to go there? <laughs> the yacht? Why can't you get a yacht? Uh, because it's your employees work that gets you that fucking yacht. If you didn't have contracts awarded to you because of the quality of work of your mechanics, which I know for a fact, cause I work there, then you wouldn't be buying that hundred thousand dollar yacht. <laughs> They're free to start their own business. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, not the, not the copper winders, the copper guys. They're all cheap labor because they're, uh, they're immigrants. Some of them don't have uh, high school degrees. I'm sorry, diplomas. Some well, of them are. They can, go, they can go to a GED program, an ESL program. And yeah, they could. They could. They could. But they won't. Then they he's going to a fucking yacht. And, and, he's yep. just gonna have to that. and that's why I don't work there no more. <laughs> and there was one day. And so that company I worked for, they need the copper guys. The copper, they make $6,000 a week pulling copper out of old units and selling them and selling the copper to be reused and recycled and they need those guys to work on that shit because they'll do it for 18 19 20 dollars an hour they can hire outside they can third party source it and those guys not only make 28 dollars an hour they also get a per diem and mileage for their vehicles and a hotel 
So they need these guys for $18, $19, $20 an hour to work these jobs. And they tried to fucking flex their administration on them and say, oh, you guys don't want to work here. Well, then you can all fucking go home and get fired. Well, they came back like a, two, a couple hours later and was like, no, we can't do that because if we fire them, then the whole fucking place shuts down. So they backtracked real quick after that threat. But you know, it's just a lot of pride and a lot of posturing going on there that I just couldn't keep. It all came into this big pot of shit that I got tired of smelling. So I, I left, especially after getting my hand burned. Dude, if that fucking fire blast had hit me in the face, I'd be dead. It would have killed me. Yeah. At least you're out now. Yay! <laughs> Got a nice little scar to remind me of the jackassery. That uh, Eminem video you sent me, I, I wasn't that impressed with it. That's not why I. It's not why I sent it to you. I sent it to you because the guy that's playing Eminem, he's like all over the place with his head, like a fucking bird. I think it's. I think Eminem's past his prime. I think his days are done. I don't think so. I think that was some of the best. Some of the best lyrics that he's strung together in a long time. It's not as good as it was 20 years ago. Coming out. The, sh the shit he was doing 20 years ago is way better. Why? Was it more sensational? I don't know. It was just better. It flowed better. It's <laughs> funny. I'm going to see if I can look up some lyrics real quick. <laughs> what the fucking... Here we go. Criminal Eminem lyrics. Here we go. We were talking about how you know his lyrics in, in modern times get him fucking crucified, and these are these are some of his lyrics. This is from Criminal. My words are like a dagger with a jagged edge that'll stab you in the head, whether you're a fag or les, or the homosex or math or a trans vest, pants are dressed, hate fags. The answer is yes. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty Hom fucked up, right? Yeah, homophobic? No, you're just heterophobic. Staring at my jeans, watching my genitals bulge, and those are my motherfucking balls. You better let go of them. <laughs> they belong in my scrotum. You'll never get hold of them. Ha ha! <laughs> yeah, so he was, he was talking some shit, man. Yeah, well, let's. We fit an hour, boy. Yeah, it's too bad uh, John or Daniel didn't show. Uh, I guess we'll. When's the resolution? Tell the audience when the resolution is going to be, because that's a big one. We're shooting for Friday. Next Friday, next special guest Friday, we'll have some very special guests and a very special episode of the Big Beefing Show. So please tune in next Friday. <laughs> it's going to be. I guarantee you, if you're listening right now, you do not want to miss this one. I I'm telling everybody I can about it, just because I know it's going to be great. <laughs> yep. All right, boy. I guess we'll we'll do this again on Monday. See you then. Oh, don't forget your one star review on Tuesday. Yeah, that shit. We're at B Beefin at Big Beefin on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, join us there, Aaron. You're you don't do your podcast anymore, do you? I do it every once in a while. Yes. So no, not really. Um, I, I do, but every once in a while, like I said, hit, hit us up at B Beefin, Big Beefin. We're on YouTube. We More got. We got our puppet shows up. 